You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee has just concluded its meeting on local interest rates in the Republic of South Africa. What was the conclusion? We'll find out now with Nazmira Muller, who's the head of SA Investments at 91 in Cape Town. Nazmira, what happened? Not very much, Lindsay. The MPC kept interest rates on hold. The vote was exactly the same as we had in November. Three members opting to keep rates on hold, two still voting for a cut. And the Saab looking at the risk to the inflation outlook is balanced. It's very interesting, isn't it? Because this is on the, with a backdrop of inflation being moderate, again, just above 3%. Do you think it's the same two people that voted for a cut last time that voted for a cut this time? I would suspect so. I mean, you can't be 100% sure because they don't tell you who voted. But I would suspect that given there's been so little change in the underlying forecasts, the balance of risks that were assessed in November would hold for now. And therefore, you'd expect there to be continuity in the people that thought there was room to cut last time around and this time around. It's been a very interesting start to 2021. Here we are three weeks into it. And fundamentally and internationally. I mean, international influences have been very kind to South Africa. The rand is nice and strong. Commodity prices are continuing to not soar, but certainly steadily work their way higher. We have had PMI come down, still above 50, of course, but it has come down to close to that 50 mark. We've got inflation under control. It's an interesting conundrum for the Reserve Bank. I can understand their reticence in changing policy, but the next meeting might be more interesting, I think. Yeah, I think that one of the concerns for the Saab is the upcoming budget in February and whether you're going to see the finance minister hold the line on constraining expenditure increases. I think that's really important. So I think if you see a budget come through where revenues are likely to be slightly better than expected, but expenditure is still contained, that would certainly be supportive of another cut in interest rates. Um, I think what we'd also like to see is um, progress on the structural reforms the government keeps talking about. You've also got to, I suppose, look at things like one of our biggest trading partners, the United Kingdom, going into a potential double-dip recession. I think the November figures year-on-year, the GDP in the UK was minus 2.6%. And the US also, the number of jobless claims last week suggests that perhaps the economic bounce back is going to fizzle out a bit. So the Reserve Bank has to also look at those international factors I've just mentioned. I think they do. But remember, the U.S. is in the process of announcing a major new stimulus. The incoming Biden administration is um, looking to add further to the stimulus that was announced by the Trump administration. So I think markets are already starting to look further than the data from November and December last year. What is your sense where the next move might be, given what uh, the first three weeks of 2021 has already yielded? Are you hopeful that worse we could get a flatliner? At best, we might even get another couple of cuts? So I think what the Saab is trying to do is they're trying to leave rates at a level that they can keep it at it for an extended period of time. So they've cut rates aggressively in 2020, and they're looking to keep them at, at the, these levels for an extended period of time. So I think that the probability of a hike in the near future are virtually zero, short of a major dislocation in the currency or um, some other event. But I think that a cut is not impossible, but we would need to see comfort on the fiscus. Yeah. 
And just if we can move internationally now, the South African story, I think, is a lot easier than the international story. Do you think there's any chance, given the fact that um, commodity prices, whether it be milk, cheese, oil, propane, gas, are, are rising quite sharply and have been rising quite sharply for a while, do you think there's any chance that there's an interest rate rise in one of the major so-called developed world economies? Not anytime soon. If you listen to the Fed recently, they're talking about how long it takes before they start unwinding QE or stopping QE. I mean, I don't think there's rate hikes on the table anytime in the near future. Um, what we've seen, um, if we take the US as an example, is a profound shift in the policy landscape away from this focus on simply inflation to a joint focus on inflation and full employment. And I think until you see the labor market recouping all of the job losses that it had last year, you're not going to see a hike unless inflation um, starts to move notably above the 2.5% level. And actually, you'd need to see it moving towards 3 for a prolonged period of time. Nesmira, thanks very much for your wisdom. That's uh, Nesmira Muller, who's the head of SA Investments at 91 in Cape Town. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.